Welcome back to The Sofa. The Sofa is not filmed in front of a live studio audience. My name is Nate Wade, and today I'm joined by Lucas Vogt, a biblical text major from Plano, Texas. Lucas, thanks for coming on the podcast. Of course, man. Happy to be here. Dude, heck yeah. Today's episode is all about the idea of a person's shadow self, which I personally really fits the theme of spooky season. I can't stand how you just said the word spooky. <laughs> it was pretty terrible. I'm not going to lie. So let's start by defining what we mean when we say shadow self. Yeah, absolutely. I think at its core, your shadow self is an accumulation of untamed emotions that affect your day-to-day -day interactions in life, your relationships with other people. I think it's the part of ourselves that can unconsciously choose to ignore what we feel in our spirit to be right. Yeah, no, that's facts. And a person's shadow self is unique to every individual and takes form in lots of different ways. Uh, we all have a shadow, whether we are aware of it or not. And these shadows have a direct influence on our lives. Lucas, what, what does that look like for you? Yeah, so for me, I, I find that one of my skills that I think God has blessed me with is the ability to uh, meet people, interact. I'm really good at um, meeting new people. And, uh, you know, if someone's a little quiet, I really love getting them involved. Um, yeah. That's something I think yeah. I'm really great at. Um, but unfortunately, I think that that gift of mine has a dark side. Um, I have a need for affirmation. I feel um, constantly like I need people to tell me, Lucas, you are good. You are good. We love you. We want you to do this. Um, and I have that need for affirmation instead of getting that purely from God. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a I think that's a really good point that like shadows can go along with gifts. And we'll hit on that a little later in the podcast as well. Um, another thing that can have an impact on your shadow self is life circumstances. Your life circumstances from birth to death will influence what your shadow is. Um, and your shadow can usually be attributed to a past moment in your life. Whether or not we as Christians are aware of it, we all possess shadows. They beckon us to ignore God's calling and look to the worries and the desires and the interests of our flesh. But that isn't always entirely obvious. Our shadow will oftentimes mirror our gifts and the things that God has given us. Our shadow, Satan has designed our shadow. It's intentional to undermine the best of who we are. You're right. I mean, Satan likes to turn godly things to work for him. I mean, we see this all the time in the Bible. Our enemy is an expert at taking what God made to be good and turning it to his own purpose. Uh, for example, I'll let Lucas tell it, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in, in Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 7, we, we find this story of Eve and Adam. And they're in the garden. And, and you know, you guys, y'all know the story. Eve is walking and then the serpent comes up and, you know, did God really tell you that you can't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? And Eve's like, yeah, it'll kill me. The serpent says, no, certainly not. And here's the thing, guys. What Satan is doing in the garden is not just temptation. He's taking something that God imbued us with, which is meant to be good. Human curiosity, desire for knowledge. These are great things that God has given us. And he's taking those good things and making them to serve his purposes. Satan wants to take your gifts and turn them to his purposes. So the question now arises, are we able to get rid of the shadows that 
Satan uses to manipulate us. Here's how I think of it. As we walk around the sun outside, the sun causes us to have a shadow on the ground, right? Follows us everywhere. And no matter how hard we try, we can't get rid of that shadow. Your shadow, both the physical and the spiritual shadow, are going to follow you wherever you go. Right. Your shadow is a part of you. And shadows have multiple layers. Um, There are multiple parts of it. And as we peel back each part of our shadow, uh, which is a great thing, let me just state that, we may find that we uncover another layer to begin work on. So the answer is no. I don't think you can ever fully get rid of your shadow. But if shadows follow you, that means that following Jesus is making a commitment to follow a different way than the way of your shadow. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, man. So if we can't get rid of our shadow, then what is to be done? That's a really difficult question. How do we handle our shadow? That's hard. As Christians, our calling is to not live a perfect life, but to strive to live according to Christ. Here's a few ways that I think we can face our shadow. Nate, you want to go? Yeah, for sure. So you can uh, start uh, facing your shadow first by just naming your emotions uh, so as not to let them control you. Um, like emotions of negativity. Uh, any, any emotions that you sense, take some time to just really reflect and think about th- those emotions. Also, explore your past and where you came from and how that might have affected your shadow and reflect on where those emotions might be coming from. Uh, something else that I found helpful is identify negative scripts handed down to you, uh, whether that be from family, friends, uh, any past traumas. Uh, you want to consider all of that. And you also want to seek honest feedback from trusted sources, people who you really trust and love. You don't want to just ask somebody random uh, about your shadow self, but uh, you want to ask people who love and truly care for you. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think those are some really, really great ways that we can lean into identifying our identifying and combating our shadows. Absolutely. Nate, so how has your shadow affected you in your life? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, okay. My personal shadow self, uh, and I've been reflecting on this, is that sometimes I have low self-confidence issues and an over-reliance on seeking validation from others. Um, and I think this shadow stems from my gift um, of being kind and accepting of others because sometimes I'm being kind for the wrong reasons, um, like personal gain, uh, without entirely realizing it. And it's just something that I've, uh, through reflection, I've been able to really just see that I'm, in a way, using my gifts for the wrong reasons. Um, and it's affecting me, you know? Dude, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for sharing, man. Yeah. Um, let's probably wrap it up. You have some final words for us? Yeah, for sure, man. So we all have a shadow. And whether it's rooted in greed, validation, lust, perfectionism, or anything else, we have the ability through Jesus Christ's sacrifice to control them. We have the ability to control our shadows. As we learn to control our shadow, we are moving with Jesus to the cross. That's deep. All right, so now we're going to dive into some questions, uh, and we're going to be really just take this time to reflect and uh, learn from this time. So we'll start with, what might your friends say you're a skill that or qualities about yourself that they see God in? 
so what might your friends say that you're skilled at or qualities about yourself that they see God in? Absolutely, guys. If if a friend were to be asked by someone, hey, what is Nate like? I might answer this. Okay, so this is what someone else thinks of you. Yeah. Second question is, what aspects of your life have formed you and potentially influenced the development of your shadow? For example, uh, you might have uh, some past trauma from your family, or maybe not past trauma. Maybe it's good things from your family. Uh, maybe from careers, major, your race, uh, etc. Any of those things, really. All these things that make up your worldview can really influence your shadow. And our third question, how would you describe the tension between the gifts God has given you and Satan's attempt to twist it for himself? As we talked about, guys, Satan is an expert at taking what we believe to be good things and things that are good things and turning them for his purposes. So how do you feel about the tension between those two things? Do you feel tension? If so, explain. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us here on the sofa. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm Nate Wade. Lucas Vogt. Signing off. Peace.